Hello everybody and welcome to Gaza Guy Podcast. This is Mao Musa from Gaza. Today my guest is from Sydney, Australia, Stephanie. Stephanie is a Palestinian Irish living in Sydney. She's a yoga instructor, aspiring music creator. We talked about her passion for rap and music. She taught me some breathing techniques and we talked about the musical scene in Palestine and we mentioned some bands like the 47 Soul from Palestine and we talked about uh, well-known Arab rappers like Loki and Offendum and al Enjoy listening from Gaza, Gaza Guy Podcast. It's really Thank an honor you. to have you on Gaza Guy Podcast. First of all, uh, let me know a little bit about yourself and Let's go on, introduce yourself. I just want to start by like thanking you for doing this. I think this is something that's very beautiful and you know, it's going to speak to a lot of diaspora, our millions of diaspora around the world and also people who are curious about our cause. So thank you for doing this. This is amazing and beautiful. Um, so yeah, a little bit about me. I'm just uh, did, was in law for a while. Um, previous to that, I had done my yoga training in Dublin. My dad is Irish and my mom's Palestinian. So, and they met in Sydney here. Um, so I did uh, my yoga training there and uh, came back to do law here. Um, as you probably know, and you're meeting a lot of diaspora, a lot of us are very um, keen to um, acquire education um, because we know that that's you know very important uh, to you know ultimately free free our people and free uh, ourselves as well. So yeah, so I did that. So I, I was in law for a bit. Didn't like the whole. Um, I didn't really like the energy of it. Um, also financially, didn't think that it was you know something that was going to be. Uh, good for me in the future. So I've moved back to teaching yoga, which I love. Um, and that's what I'm doing now here in Sydney. You teach yoga? Yes, I teach yoga. That's I've been doing great. that for about five years. Yeah. I wish to learn yoga mm. too. So important, I think, as you know, for sure. Definitely. And I think when, especially, I think people who live in stressful contexts uh, like yourself, something as, as strong as yoga and internal practice, a bodily practice, and something that's not too strenuous as well is something that can bring you a peace that maybe you don't in, aren't luckily to enjoy like a lot of us do around the world. Yeah, but you know, I can always give you a Zoom lesson if you want. We can we can venture that. I can do some classes for you. Really? Yeah. I would love to. I'd love to. Mm. When you're ready, just tell me and just call me and we can do start small sessions because uh, I think it's so important uh, for the mental health to feel calm, better. Because sometimes yeah. you get lost with the noise in your head and the noise outside. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think it's also a pretty universal struggle as well. Like I, obviously where I live in Sydney is very politically stable, so to speak. And, you know, even people in my classes have a lot of noise in their head and they're struggling there as well with, and they don't have any kind of political oppression to deal with. So, um, yeah, and it's something as small as, you know, I talk about breath work in my classes, something as small as, you know, if you're feeling overwhelmed with the noise around you in your head, you can always just stop and breathe. You can always genuinely control your adrenaline and how what level of stress you have by your breathing. That's something that's in your control. So yeah, there's, there's you know, uh, I'm, I'm sure you've probably heard of breath work and just uh, breathing right. through your nose, which turns off your parent 
sympathetic nervous system um, and, and it immediately tells your body, okay, I don't need to breathe through my mouth. There's not a tiger chasing me. There's not a threat in front of me. I'm going to breathe through my nose. And if you slow down the breathing to a count of five or six and you exhale for five or six as well, um, you can literally bring down your adrenaline all the way down and move out of the stress zone. Um, Not sure I'm doing the right technique. I, I need to learn oh, this. Yeah. I need you want to do an exercise now? We can yes. do an exercise now. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. So obviously you're sitting nice and comfortable and just relaxing your shoulders down from your ears and just start to pay attention to your breath. So just starting to focus your mind on the air coming through your nose, blowing into your heart and taking it all the way around the body. And then I'm just going to be counting soon. So I'm going to count to a count of five. And as I do that, I want you to breathe in to the count and then breathe out. So we're just going to start that now. So take a deep breath in through the nose for one, two, three, four, five, and then holding it there. And then we're going to exhale for five, four, three, two, and one. That's beautiful. How'd you go? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could feel your energy just immediately calming after the first breath. That's really lovely to see. <laughs> it's beautiful. Thank you so much. How, how many times should the one do this technique? I think um, it's very subjective. So I think for someone like me who's been practicing for a really long time, I would, you know, do it once and I feel the effects immediately. I think some people may, may need to do it for... Um, maybe even five times or even practice it over a few minutes. I know my sister does that. She practices it for a few minutes. She has a lot of anxiety, so she does that quite a lot. And she does it a few times a day as well. Um, so I think it's subjective. It's, it's ultimately until you start to feel, you know, that your mouth kind of curl into a little bit of a smile, you know, when you've entered that relaxation, happy state. And yeah. that's, um, yeah, yeah. So that you, you feel, feel relieved. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it did really well. I think a lot of people, you know, where I live, even privileged people, it takes them a lot to get into their head and allow themselves to relax. And yeah. So maybe, maybe they're paying attention to much shit around them. <laughs> That's I think they're too caught up in a lot of shit. That's true. <laughs> As kind of we uh, strong enough to accommodate with any situation because you've been through a lot, a lot. Mm. When I say a lot, I mean it, you know. <laughs> A lot, yeah. Yeah. and not yeah. any normal or situations will affect you unless they're very, very serious situations. Because it's not easy what you go through at this age in this place. So uh, going through all these experiences was enough to be strong enough mentally. Yeah, and it's very human, isn't it? Like obviously the situation there is a little, is is um a bit a bit more than uh, fair and more than what anyone should be going through. But you know it's good to hear that it's something that uh, you feel makes you stronger and you know and I think it's one of those things with anything in life if you can get through it imagine how great and strong you'll be imagine how much of a, a leader and a teacher you can be you know yeah yeah you said you you make music tell me more about it yeah um it's quite amateur at the moment um it sort of just started up in isolation i deactivated social media and a lot of my energy sort of came out musically and i wasn't even aware that that was there which i think is is quite an interesting point um like around the world that people are finding that this new talent's coming out so yeah, yeah it's actually 
actually um, rap music, which is super interesting and kind of contrary to yoga principles. But um, yeah, so I was actually in the middle of writing something now when we when we started calling. So, so yeah, wow. I'm working with a producer and uh, my friend, he produces music. He lives in Melbourne in the city next to us. So we're sort of working online and he's he's making the beats and stuff and I'm and I'm doing the lyrical side of things. So hopefully that might be something I'm not sure. And um, I, I'm writing lyrics and I also sing as well. So I'm sort of doing this is very like new stuff. It's only been a few months, but I'm really enjoying it. And we get something, uh, like, even if it's short, even if it's short, it doesn't matter. But we get something if we yeah, can. OK, um, OK. No longer wait for people to allow me take what's mine and shrewdly. Man, I feel so much pressure. Got to be the perfect picture. Can't show a single stricture. Kind of a line on my face. Got to do everything right. They tell me to stay in my lane. They say, stay in my place. We are the lesser of race. My dreams are not mine to chase. Anyway, wow. just a little bit of... No, no, you got it. No, <laughs> it's not a month. I think you've been doing this a lot. Are you a fan of the rap music? I'm a huge fan of rap music. I Do you know Shadia Mansour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shady, I, yeah. I've been listening to our uh, songs since 2009. Wow! Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know. No, oh, she's, yeah. she's been have been publishing since 2009 or maybe before that. And she was mm. with Low Key. I know Low mm. Key. I know mm. uh, Omar Ofendam, who is uh, an amazing Syrian-American rapper, intellectual, he's educated mm -hmm. about the Arabic poetry and the English poetry, also he writes lyrics. So he kind of doing that beautiful music, that beautiful songs, songs. He produced very beautiful songs. And I was lucky wow. when he uh, recognized the work of Casa Poets once I sent him an email with the help of a friend of mine that uh, we were doing an open mic event in Gaza and I told, told, told him if you can just read a short poem of mine and send the words mm. to Gaza and he did that it was beautiful he's just a gentle humble guy and see so intellectual so talented and uh, I recommend you listening to him he's amazing and low-key too low-key if you know him <laughs> You know Loki. Yes, yes, I'm Iraqi, yeah, really Loki. I listen. He's Iraqi British. Mm, he's uh he's inspirational and I think he's someone who epitomizes treat, uh, speaking truth to power and um, his his music is something I feel like will be there for the ages because it's exactly, just yeah, it's yeah. So, so truthful and yeah, I definitely want to listen to the person you just mentioned. I'll have to get all the information off you after this. <laughs> Omar Fendam, he's amazing. Any Palestinian artists? You know, any of them? Um, so there's obviously Shadi Mansour, I'm a huge fan of. Um, my friend, so I'm not even really sure of people who live in Palestine who are musical, um, apart from, you know, some friends that I know maybe post and stuff out of Jerusalem. But my friend, who is also Irish-Palestinian, called Roisin El-Sharif. She lives in Dublin. Um, she's very vocal and activist. You might actually want to talk to her next. So she's amazing. So she's um, she's just started to release her music the last two years. It's very like it's got a, quite a Celtic lilt to it. Her music. It's very emotional, very beautiful. Yeah. So I, I'm aware of her. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not too sure about other Palestinian um, artists mm. actually music. Well, the musical scene is not that, that huge, you know, you can count them in your fingers, the artists here. But uh, most yeah. of them, uh, most of them like in the diaspora are doing the work from the diaspora, not in Palestine. But recently we have an amazing <coughs> band 
an amazing Palestinian band, the 47 Soul. They're doing uh, the traditional music, Palestinian original music, and they've turned it into electronic music. And wow, they have three, they have three members in the band. One of them, a rapper called Al Farah, he's an amazing rapper, but, but he's doing music in Arabic. Uh, one of them is uh, from, from uh, the occupied territories in Palestine, uh, Haifa, I think. Uh, one of them is from the US. He's singing with a beautiful, beautiful voice that is so unique to hear. So Western, so Western, the voice, along with the other two artists, added a lot uh, to the band. But also the music was playing the main role. It's so beautiful. Don't forget to check them out and listen to their songs. Especially their recent song was Dabke System. It's for the Dabke dancers. If you listen to that song, you will start dancing because it, the music and the lyrics and the, the sound is so beautiful. Wow, I'm so I'm actually so excited to play all of that after this. <laughs> like that sounds like everything I'm interested in. There's rap music. I love Arabic rap as well. I think it's so like guttural and beautiful and um, yeah, powerful. Yeah. Many, many, many powerful artists uh, in the Arab world and who are rappers and they all have that beautiful uh, messages in their words. That's uh, what makes them special actually. There are Egyptian rappers like Mickey. Mickey is one of the most uh, known Egyptian artists and rappers. Do you understand Arabic? I don't because my dad's Irish and my mom yeah, she never really. Yeah, she never spoke um, Palestinian to me and oh, Arabic why? to us. I know. I don't know. I don't know why. I think we grew up in Sydney, Australia. It's uh, and we we're in an area that's predominantly quite, you know, colonial white uh, area. So Arabic wasn't very, you know, like germane. But so yeah. we just didn't really speak it. But a lot of, you know, all my cousins speak, and they try and teach me here and there. But I'm not very good. Uh, you need to uh, live the experience. Learning from a distance is not a good choice. When you mm. live with people who speak Arabic, even for one week, you. Find yourself speaking Arabic, even two words or three words or a sentence. 